I just got back from a walk and it's important because I realized because I stopped taking walks in June, my mental, emotional, and physical health were suffering. So the heat wave happened in June and it carried into July. It came back in August and I just did not want to be walking outside burning for 30 to 40 minutes and then come back to a sweltering hot room because I don't have air conditioning and it just was like a sauna. I actually covered up the skylights in my room. So I have two windows at the top of my ceiling and they let in a lot of sun, which is why I chose this space because I know I need sun in order to be happy. But because it was so hot, I had to cover them up. And so that affected my sleep cycle and my mood. And then the heat on top of all of that also affected my sleep cycle because it was too hot to sleep well. I kept waking up throughout the night and it was hard to fall asleep. All of this has affected my writing. I walked the least amount in August and I also wrote the least amount in August. So I actually checked on my phone um, for the amount of steps I had. And in May and June, I had over 100,000 steps each month. One is like 104,000. And then July or June, rather, when the uh, heat wave first started, it's 100,000. 3,000. And then compared to this August, it's 35,000 steps. So, and I only just started walking, <laughs> you know? So I'm realizing how much the discipline of walking every day was really setting up the discipline to write every day. I'm not mad at myself. I just am realizing, okay, I cannot slack off. In order for me to love myself, I need to set myself up for success. So I walk today. I'm going to continue to do my walking ritual. It is cooler now, so I'm sleeping better. I actually had a weird experience where I only got two hours of sleep. I went to bed at like 5 30. I remember checking the time and it was 5.30 a.m. And then I don't know how soon after that I went to sleep. But I know that my phone chimed at 7.42 a.m. And I checked it because I thought it was my friend, but it was my food delivery, my meal kit delivery. And I was so groggy. I was so out of it. My hair was a mess. I stumbled downstairs, opened the door. My meal kit was not there. So the text had said it was delivered. And I know where it normally is. I've had this service for the last three, four months. And no one has not delivered it to the right address. So I was like, oh, maybe they delivered it around the other side of my laneway because sometimes people go through the sliding gate even though I specifically say do not go through the sliding gate. 
Anyway, I walk over, nothing. I go to the front of the main house, nothing. And I'm irritated. So I come back, I contact the the company and they're like, oh, we'll refund you for it. And I was like, I don't want a full refund. I want my food. So then I called the number that texted and he said, yeah, I delivered it. I was like, it's not here. And he sent me a text photo of where he delivered it. And I was like, that is not my address. And I got so angry at him that I was like, I stepped outside a character and I was like crying about it afterwards. I was not horribly mean. I was just like, that is not my house. Can you find out where you put it and bring it back to the actual address? But the way he responded, felt like it sounded like a five-year-old who I had hurt. So I was upset. Now I'm getting upset again. I was upset because I hurt his feelings. Even though it was his fault for not delivering it to the right place, but with everything that's going on in the world, everyone's acting so crazy, so mean, I should have been able to be a bit more compassionate. So I did thank him when he delivered it. I texted him saying thank you. <clears throat> but I was already, I had already done it. I already regretted how I spoke to him. I did meditate on it. Um, but I just was like, what is wrong? And it was because I was sleep deprived. My mood was horrible because I was not going on my walks. I did not have enough sunlight. I did not have enough social interaction with my friends, my community. And it just all came to a head in that moment. Because I just wanted my food, you know? So essentially, I was being like a five-year-old. I don't know what was going on in his life. So maybe we both were just having a rough day and we were responding like five-year-olds. But I, I just really hated that interaction. I like interactions to be positive. So from that experience, I was like, all right, I'm going to get it the fuck together. So I'm taking regular walks again. I'm meditating deeper. So I'm doing more loving kindness, more compassion, more gratitude and forgiveness. And I am writing some of the scripts that really make me happy. So one of the things that got me through 2020 was writing BTW, I'm an Alien but it's done. I've written three seasons at eight episodes each. And I've done a series Bible for season four. I have eight episodes mapped out for season four. And so I was like, I need to focus on other scripts. This, this story is taking up all of my time. <laughs> and I really need to get other scripts done. But these other scripts are heavy. And they're emotionally taxing to write. And so I realized I need to mix it up, write some comedy with some of the really heavy things. I've written the least amount this August. Did I say that earlier? I meant to. And it's because I just did not have any extra emotions to give to some of my denser scripts. So I just reread a lot of scripts. 
BTW, Ivory Red, Gigi Family. And I did have to deal with Karmic Bait, which is about a serial killer, so it's not really... It doesn't really put me in a positive mood, but I do love some of the characters. Anyway, this September, I'm going to do better. So this is essentially the end of the month episode that I always try to do. August was not great at all. Yes, I improved on my understanding of the craft. My scripts are more elevated. But I... I really wanted more of a Shuddering at Shook Root done, and I wanted to adapt more of the limited series for Karmic Bait. But it's not the end of the world. Unfortunately, it is for other people, like all the images coming out of Haiti, Afghanistan, mass migration in other places like Yemen and Ethiopia because of corrupt governments, famine, drought, and I just, I'm watching the news every day now to stay on top of what's going on with COVID. And it's draining the life out of me. BC is now putting out a vaccine passport, which I think is stupid and just creates extra work for me to do. Because I was originally going to move to New York, which has that in place. So I was like relieved. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't move to New York. I'd have to have that stupid passport in order to go see movies and do things. But now they're doing that in BC. So I know people who... It's really hard for some people to do that. I just don't like anything extra on my plates. Anything more I have to do to just live life. I'm stressed out enough. I don't need to be stressed out about how to get the passport, what I can and cannot do. It's just, ugh. it's making me agitated. And to be honest, de depression kept in, crept in this month. There was this underlining agitation every single day. And I actually slept for three days straight, almost. I mean, I woke up, I took a shower, I brushed my teeth, I checked my email, and then I couldn't keep my eyes open, I'd fall asleep. And then I wake up again, let's say I woke up at one, I did all those things, and then I fell asleep again, then I'd wake up at five, maybe watch something to like get myself to wake up, and then I'd fall asleep again. And I just, I remember it was such a blur those three days. I would literally wake up because I could feel the sunlight and I would be like, why can't I get out of bed? It felt like chronic fatigue, but I knew I wasn't really physically tired. My mental exhaustion was keeping me in bed, which then of course was a symptom, is a symptom of depression. So a lot of the times we only notice depression after the fact. And so now that I'm reflecting on August, I realize, oh yeah, I was I was depressed this month. And maybe I'm going to have to use BTW again in September to really stave off depression. I know I need to get out and be around people. Like, this has been one of the most boring months out of the entire year. 
granted, 2021 has been one of the strangest years, really 2020 and 2021. But August was the worst year or the worst month from this year. And I just am ready for it to be over. (laughs) I had high hopes for August. And I don't want it to sound like it was a complete waste because it wasn't. I took off two weeks of work to really process and heal. And I have given myself the space to like really drudge up things from the past so that I can address them and heal them. That was another reason I started crying for how I treated the guy who delivered my meal. I just have been doing so much work that I was a bit raw. And then I had stopped doing what I needed to do to process it. So basically, I was drudging up stuff, but I wasn't doing what I needed to do in order to manage revisiting the past. And so it just kind of burned me out. But I am fine now. I'm ever the optimist still. I know that the world's still going to go through a lot during this fall and winter with COVID. I've already warned my community that it's going to get back up to 2,000 deaths um, a day in the U.S. At first, I said it's going to get back up to 1,000, and that happened. And so now I'm pretty sure it's going to get up to 2,000 again. So It's not going to be a good winter. 2022 is going to be the time where COVID is mainly behind us. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm just going to continue to do my day job, which I love. It's just a little bit draining when people are asking me the same questions over and over and over again, such as, is he cheating on me? Do she like me? And I'm just like, this is... This is childish stuff. I like when people ask, what do I need to know in order to live my best life? How can I forgive the past so that I'm more successful in the future? Whatever it is that's not really about just what someone thinks and feels about you. And that's my own personal stuff. I know a lot of other people are quite fine with doing it. But I find it very draining to do cheating readings. So I don't do those. And so then it's like five of them in a row. And my entire workday is saying, I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. Anyway, you can see my energy is kind of going down again as I talk about that. Because I really hate it. (laughs) Um, But... I did get a lot of insight into who I am. I'm not going to go into all of the details about what I visited in the past, but I do feel more confident about who I am as a person, who I'm going to present myself as in the future. And just know that nobody lives life perfectly. There's no such thing as a perfect journey. We're humans. We're going to make missteps, but the task is to get back on track. Self-love is not about avoiding life. It's about how you love yourself through the hardships and the good times. It's not all hardness. So what are my plans for September? Get out the house. (laughs) 
<laughs> meet some new people, but also connect with some old people. One of my friends keeps trying to get me to go to the beach with her, but I just kept canceling. And then she canceled on me, and so it just hasn't happened. And some of my other friends have been anxious ninnies, and I had to take a break from them because they're like, what if this happens? What if that happens? What are you going to do if that happens? What am I going to do if this? And I just don't have time for the worst case scenario game. So <laughs> I'm going to repair some of my friendships. I'm going to see some friends in person, make new friendships. Like I said, focus on finishing a shuddering at shook root, at least 30 pages. So I feel like I'm not finishing that just because it feels too big of a task. So if I just say 30 pages, I know I'll be able to do that. And then I want to adapt Karmic Fate into a limited series. And then essentially I'm actually done. The only other things are bonuses. Conviviality, Connor's Cave, and a sh no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Conviviality comes override. And really, I feel like override's gonna be 2022. So it's really conviviality and Connor's Cave that I want done before the end of this year. But if I just get a shuddering done and adapt karmic bait, I'm still pretty happy with myself. And then I'm still going to be looking for a literary manager. I always thought I'd do it myself, but I'm realizing that's a monumental task. I am reaching out to people who have done it themselves to get their insight. And I did upload a YouTube channel, or rather I did upload a video to my new YouTube channel of one of my stories. It's only the one page, but I just wanted to test it out. So I'll probably do more of that. I am scheduling a table read for Ghostly Ghoul Family. I just really need someone to play Kit and Hunter. Those are the hardest people to find. I'm, I have not been able to find anyone who sounds like them. I've confirmed other people to play the characters, but I have not found a Kit. <laughs> I've not found a hunter, but I, I plan to. Um, I'm going to continue to learn um, more masterclasses from masterclass.com. I will take, um, I'll, I'll keep sending out query letters. Um, I'm looking to get a new um, personal assistant to keep me on track because I have my other website for my day job and three different social media accounts for that. And then I have this podcast and it's YouTube and I just need help with managing all of it. So I am excited about September, August. I'm happy to say goodbye to, and I'm not going to put anything extra on September. I feel like that's enough. <laughs> um, oh, and I did recently query somebody on Virtual Pitch Fest. Someone who might be interested in BTW, I'm an alien. We'll see. 
And I had mentioned also in a previous episode that I have an advocate, someone who likes my stories, that is going to call people, literary managers, who say that they're fine with people calling. So I'm going to do that at some time in September. Also, I'm going to get my notes back from Nichols on Karmic Bait, so that'll be good. And I'll start dating again, (laughs) you know? So that's it. That's all I'm going to be doing in September. Whew, that feels good to get it off my chest about my upset for August. Because it was rough. But it also is just reinvigorating to think about September. So many blessings to all of you. I will check in soon. Bye-bye.